didgeridoo means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, June 24th, 2012. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 203. Grant, uh, gee, it was nice to have a week off, and uh, what a great episode last week. Uh, you know, kudos to all the guys there, and a big shout-out to uh, Tim Bell. What a mighty effort. You know, Tim, I hope you didn't do the trip all the way from the West Coast to the East Coast just for that, but uh, if that was the reason you did it, mate, uh, that's an awesome effort. And you got to speak to Rob Mark and survived it. Yeah, and he also brought over a whole lot of fruit tingles. Score, Tim. That was great. Well done. Now they all know what a fruit tingle's like. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, Tim Bell, you should have taken some Tim Tams because I happen to know Rob Mark likes them. Yeah, well, it'd get you more than an interview if you had a few Tim Tams, I tell you. Well, speaking of things that uh, people are not liking, uh, the South Australian government is not liking Tiger Airways at the moment. You know, Grant, they must have been reading from my playbook, but uh, for different (laughs) reasons. As it turns out, uh, they've given Tiger Airways $2.25 million in government grants, and uh, now that uh, Tiger Airways is not flying to Adelaide anymore, well, they want the money back. That's right, mate. Uh, The money was given to Tiger to help it set set up its Adelaide base, but uh, a year after they closed that base, they still haven't paid it back, and uh, the government has been chasing with them. And apparently, a year ago, they said that they would get every cent of the $2.25 million from Tiger. However, at the moment, they're still trying to figure out how. According to a uh, Tiger Airways spokeswoman, the airline was, and I quote, engaging in ongoing dialogue with Adelaide Airport and the South Australian government in relation to the resumption of services Blah, 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 blah. You know what? They're never going to get that money back. And uh, I'll tell you what, South Australian government, don't try calling their uh, customer service centre outside of hours because I'm still waiting for my customer complaint to be answered from 2008. Not that you're holding a grudge, but uh, you know, it's something else that's taken rather a long time to come through. And uh, you may remember a little while ago, we spoke about Bomber Command veterans being sent uh, over to the UK for the unveiling of the Bomber Command Memorial and how we were a little bit boo-hiss on our government for only sending a few of them when there were quite a few veterans here in Australia. Well, it seems that they've decided they're going to send an official party of 30, but also they're sending 70 others in a funded but unofficial party. Okay, well, I tell you what, it's a shame, Grant, that uh, it had to come to the sort of uh, jumping up and down from people such as ourselves and uh, uh, also a lot of people who can make a lot more noise than we can to get the government (laughs) to see sense on this, but uh, a good result, I think. It's good to see that some public pressure uh, has worked here and uh, worked for the greater good that's good to see and I, I certainly hope that uh, all those uh, Bomber Command crews get over there and uh, memorialise uh, that time as uh, they see fit and uh, in the most appropriate way. Good to see. Indeed mate, indeed. And the Kiwi group have gone over on one of the RNZAF 757s. Oh, there you go. So they're going in style Grant. Indeed mate, they're going on the Sheep Shack. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say that actually. <laughs> well, talking about a slightly shorter flight uh, during the week, uh, a delegation from uh, Qantas Airways, including their CEO Alan Joyce, they took a very short flight from Sydney at seems, down to Canberra to uh, lobby some politicians about uh, various issues, including uh, the possibility of uh, Etihad coming in here and taking over a bigger stake of Virgin, as we reported a couple of weeks ago. And uh, perhaps they were talking a bit about the Qantas Sale Act and how uh, perhaps it might be a good idea if, uh, you know, they would relax it. Yeah, mate. To quote a few people, crying wolf, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, dear, dear. Etihad might come in and sponsor Virgin and suddenly they might dump a whole lot of excess capacity on the market and that might make things really bad for us. Well, hello, Qantas, that's exactly what you're proposing to do to kick Virgin out of the market because Qantas were going to put lots of capacity on the uh, east coast to west coast route over to Perth and uh, as a result that would flood the market and they were going to try and do a price war. 
with Virgin. But now somebody might even potentially be hinting at doing it back to them and they're running to mummy. Yes, they might be. They've been talking to uh, people from the Transport Minister's Office. That's, uh, of course, uh, Anthony Albanese, who's the Minister for Transport and uh, a number of other things. Also the Minister for Naked Body Scanners, as we've also found out during the week. But uh, interestingly, Grant, they've also been talking to the federal opposition and it looks like they've been talking to the shadow treasurer, Joe Hockey. And uh, interestingly, Grant, uh, Mr Hockey here has said that maybe it's time to have a look at the arrangements uh, governing Qantas. Now, that would be interesting because uh, the coalition government, uh, if they were to take power next year, which on the current polls they probably would, does that mean that they might uh, look at relaxing their restrictions on uh, percentage of investment from foreign owners in Qantas? Well, I think what it really means is that they might potentially consider the merest possibility of maybe thinking that it could be a good idea. Mm, yes, they could just be saying anything as long as it gets them into government grant. Ah, there you go. What's the most vacuous and uh, impossible thing? A politician's promise. I tell you what, Grant, it hasn't all been uh, challenging news for Alan Joyce during the week. A quick article here in australianaviation.com.au says here that Joyce uh, takes over as chairman of IATA very shortly. That's right. He gets to spend a year as the chairman of IATA, at which point Joyce is going to stand up there and he's going to lobby very, very hard to get every airline to become a low-cost carrier. I mean, he's already started it. Look, the Qantas A380s are getting reconfigured. More economy seats, less business class seats, a couple of toilets coming out, and uh, one of the self-service bars disappearing. I mean, you know, it's getting close to Jetstar every day. Oh, well, you did call that a couple of years ago, mate. I know. I still reckon we're going to see a Jetstar A380, and maybe it will still have a red roux on the tail, but it's going to be Jetstar on the inside. Yeah, very true. I tell you what, you know, they should, considering those A380s do very long-haul flights, I don't know about the wisdom of taking more toilets out of those aircraft. In fact, they probably ought to be putting more in. Well, they've gone from about 450 passengers to 480, and they have taken out a toilet. I tell you what, mate, if it started to get uh, too smelly in those uh, Qantas jets next time we fly over to America, I'm I might just ditch them and say aloha. Aloha? Well, there you go. That's about as much Hawaiian as I can speak. Oh, mahalo. So why are you speaking Hawaiian, Steve? Are you going to detour via Hawaii? Well, I'll tell you what, if I was to go via Brisbane, I could do that. As Hawaiian Airlines has announced that it will uh, start direct flights to Brisbane in November, making it the only US carrier to serve the Queensland capital, according to our good friends at Australian Aviation. Really? Okay, so I know they're coming into Sydney as well, but uh, now they're going into Brisbane, huh? Well, you know, you can go from one tropical paradise to another, according to most people who live in Brisbane, but anyhow. And interestingly, Grant, uh, bucking a trend of uh, all the carriers these days coming into Australia uh, with 777s, uh, Hawaiian Airlines is going to be, in fact, operating 767 300 ERs. Oh, 767s into Brisbane, huh? It's interesting because they're using A330s into Sydney, and uh, that's uh, where they're also a partner with uh, Virgin Australia's Velocity Loyalty Program. I tell you what, Virgin, they're, they're really into all these sort of arrangements. They do them really well, and they've also announced that they're going to now code share with uh, Virgin America. So, uh, actually, that seems uh, probably one of the more logical ones. In fact, it surprises me they don't do that already. Oh, well, I think there was that little problem of, you know, you could code share all the way up to San Francisco or Los Angeles, but then it was that long swim to Australia. Doing this link up with uh, Hawaiian will give you yet another way to get from uh, the west coast of the US to the east coast of Australia. And turning our gaze uh, across the Tasman now, and uh, just some quick New Zealand news before we finish up. As uh, Rob Five steps away from the chairmanship of uh, Air New Zealand, uh, he has been replaced by Christopher Luxon. Well, that's great, mate, but who the heck was Christopher Luxon? Christopher Luxon, of course, was previously the Group General Manager of International at, uh, at Air New Zealand, so uh, he's stepping into the top job. And uh, boy, I tell you what, mate, he's got some big shoes to fill with the Rob Fife, as we've uh, mentioned uh, many times in the past. Pretty well respected, pretty highly thought of, it seems, by most of the people that we know that work for Air New Zealand. And uh, let's hope that uh, Mr. Luxon continues with that uh, that positive uh, attitude that we seem to see from that airline. So long as he can do a haka, he's in with Air New Zealand. There you go. Well, every Kiwi I, I've ever met seems to be able to do that. Grant, I wonder if they can do that aboard a Royal New Zealand Navy Sea Sprite. 
Yeah, I bet you they probably could. There's a bit of room in the back of those. Uh, New Zealand is talking with Command Corporation about the possible sale of some more Super Sea Sprites. This is interesting. These are the helicopters that Australia tried to make work with only two crew instead of three or four and uh, completely stuffed it up and had to let them all go. And uh, the Kiwis are loving them. According to a statement from the company, the potential sale would include 11 of the SH-2G Super Sea Sprite helicopters, and that would supplement the current fleet operated by the New Zealand Navy of five of the uh, Super Sea Sprite SH-2Gs. Uh, and they've been in service since 2001. Interestingly here, Grant, uh, looks like they're not getting a lot of flight hours, or at least falling short of their uh, targeted flight hours due to maintenance issues, including corrosion and vibration issues. Mm, that's not real good, is it? Not really good at all, Grant, but uh, as you say, at least they uh, did go into service with the New Zealand Defence Force, unlike over here with the Australian Defence Force. Grant, I'll tell you what, just before we finish up here, there was a uh, listener that wrote in uh, two or three episodes back talking about the the Avanti aircraft, that strange-looking one that sounds really cool. Uh, if you'd like to see a video about that, well, we actually recorded, well, when I say we, I actually mean you, Grant, recorded an interview at Avalon last year on the flight deck with the Avanti chief test pilot. That's right, mate. It was a bit of uh, yoga in the morning to get into the uh, right-hand seat. Amazing cockpit to sit in. We'll send uh, Max a link to put in the show notes if you'd like to have a look at that video you can find that on our youtube video channel and grant while we're doing the uh, shameless uh, self-promotion bit here we should also point out that uh, you can find archives of uh, several of our australia desk at australiadesk.net grant we've got about uh, 33 of them i think loaded in there now oh about 35 i've got a few more up now there we go absolutely so australiadesk.net if you'd like to find that and uh, flyingdownunder.com if you'd like to find some of our segments uh, that we do for uh, milford and charlie over there at flight time radio now grant uh, as we sign off for this week, uh, you're about to jump in the bus and uh, head way up to the far northwest of the state to do some ballooning for the week. That's right, mate. I'm uh, Later this week, I'm going to be jumping in one of our four-wheel drives and taking some gear up into the, uh, as you said, far northwest, where I'm going to spend a week flying balloons and having a blast. Absolutely, as you uh, do some more progress on uh, getting your commercial balloon license. So we wish you all the best with that, mate. Don't know whether we'll have you on next week's report, but uh, if we do, it'll be by phone. But uh, hopefully you won't uh, you know, fly too far off into the outback. <laughs> Hopefully I'll still have some coverage. Absolutely. Well, until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm still Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. Southern Skies. Online Media.